G'day and welcome to Mr. Andy Puppy's podcast, Microsoft Edition. This is Andrew Parsons, Gamertag Mr. Andy Puppy. One thing I just want to quickly say uh, before I get on with uh, today's podcast is that I've decided to actually split up my Microsoft and gaming podcasts just to keep them clear. So rather than this being number three in the series, this is actually number two in the Microsoft series. Sorry for any confusion. Uh, both uh, podcasts will have links to the other. Uh, but if you just want to subscribe to the gaming podcast or the Microsoft podcast, you can do so now. So apologies for that. Uh, let's get on with it today. Today I'm going to be interviewing two very talented guys, Jared and Michael, the winners of the DevStar competition. So let's let's get on with that. All right, guys. So congratulations on winning DevStar. Uh, pretty big, uh, pretty big buzz for you guys. Yeah. Uh, you want to introduce yourselves for, for everyone at home? Yeah. Uh, my name's uh, Mike Minutillo. Um, I'm a software developer here in the Web Solutions Centre at Fujitsu in Perth. Okay. And I'm Jared Sargent, pretty much the same deal, uh, software developer at Fujitsu Web Solutions Centre, Perth. All right, J- Jared and Michael, welcome, welcome to uh, my podcast and, and a video interview for you guys. Uh, so um, where, where did you hear about DevStar? Let's start at right at the beginning. Where did you hear about DevStar? I actually got it from Michael. He uh, sent me a link, and at the same time, the MSDN Flash email was arriving in my inbox. We only we heard about it quite late, about a week before. It was not even. I think it was yeah. four days. Right? <laughs> four days before it started, we just decided, yep, we're in. We're going to do this. And awesome. I think it's uh, I think it's very Michael and I, very spur of the moment, very, uh, <laughs> eh, what are you doing for the next, you know, Nine 200 days. hours of your life? <laughs> yeah, not much, not much. Nothing Don't have much plan. Got a son's birthday, you know, stuff like that, so... Right. So no no intimidation at all, you know. Like you, you, you get the e- the email, you know, just say less than a week week out from the start of the competition. You have no idea what it's going to be, other than you're going to have to do some development, and you've got two hundred hours to do it. Yep. Two hundred hours and what eight minutes? Eight minutes. Eight minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so they so were critical. Those eight <laughs> minutes. I've got to tell you. Well, I was going to get to that. <laughs> that was going to be something I wanted to actually talk to you guys about. But uh, but uh, any any preparation going into it? Like, you know, there's been a couple of people ask me who said, oh. How do you know that they didn't actually do some of this stuff beforehand? And I said, well, they didn't even know what it was going to be. Yeah. Very know. much so. We, we did a lot of preparation. We went to Woolies earlier in the week, <laughs> bought a carton of Coke uh, and, and some Red Bull. Vital, I think, uh, right. to our success. We actually did some, we had a weekend on our blogs. We sort of blogged what we did. Um, we set up infrastructure on the two days before, the Saturday, Sunday. And right. uh, so we set up like a SQL server. Um, we set up a CodePlex account for TFS. Uh, what else did we set up? A Windows Server. All the things that we thought we might, may, we may need later in the week. Anything yeah. we thought we could possibly use. We just made a list of technologies. Just threw some ideas out. We'd like to do something with Virtual Earth. We'd like to do something, you know, with uh, Live or uh, Mesh or stuff like that. We just made a list of technologies that we thought would be cool. Mm-hmm. Set up some infrastructure around that. Turns out. Almost none of that was any good. Uh, so I read about 400 pages of MSDN. Yeah, and so we get to Monday morning, and we're actually quite lucky. Monday morning was a public holiday in Western Australia, right. so um, you were set. Well, not really, because we were thinking we were we're like we're going to sleep in. It's going to be great, and turns out just by pure luck, we were both up at uh, 6:30 our time when the competition was released. So I'm sitting there like half awake on Skype talking to Mike, and. Uh, I'm like, you awake? He's like, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I will be in about three coffees. <laughs> yeah. So then we started reading the brief and realized that everything we'd done thus far was no good. And <laughs> so then we threw it out and started the whole process again. So it was uh, very interesting. So, so in your words, what was the definition of the brief? What, when you woke up and you saw that, how would you describe what you had to do? 
Well, the, the, I mean, the, the four words that are really used to describe it is old school, new cool. I mean, that was yeah. really the big thing with the brief. Yeah. Um, and th th it was really open to interpretation as to how you wanted to, to go with that. Yeah. So we looked at um, taking in something old and implementing it in a new technology, um, implementing something new in an older technology, um, obviously trying to, to get as many as the new of the new uh, Microsoft things out there as we mm -hmm. could because it's a Microsoft competition. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's not much good going and, and playing with Facebook or something. But although there's a Facebook, there was API. a, there was a there Facebook was a API. We did actually consider <laughs> building, well, um, building interfaces for Facebook and Twitter. Well, I guess given, given your so. particular you know, creation that you end up with, you probably could have put Facebook and Twitter. It, it was the plan. We had much grander plans. <laughs> we, <that>. uh, <laughs> what we actually did was on that morning when it was announced, we um, we set up OneNote, and it was the first time we'd ever used OneNote, and. <laughs> It was. Uh, it ruled. You know what? It was fantastic because I was drawing stuff, and actually, I was just running around with the highlighter, mostly highlighting <laughs> stuff. It was the greatest fun ever. It's way better than paint, it's man. Cool. And um, I couldn't figure out how to draw a box. I'd get him to draw a box, and then I'd move it, I'd drag it to where I wanted it to be. It was great. So I was drawing boxes. He was annotating, and um, we were drawing like an architecture diagram of, yeah. of just. We started out originally with ideas because we were we'd thrown around some ideas earlier in the week of things that we might be able to do. Um, I think the winning idea at that point that we'd had was we wanted to do a news website. We, Some of the news websites, particularly in Australia, I feel are a little bit lacking. They're, they're not bad, but <laughs> trying to be nice here. Um, we just thought that it didn't really make use, full use of technology today. You know, the newspaper is something that's been around for, you know, forever. And it's just uh, we felt we could do something pretty cool in Silverlight or something like that. So... We'd thrown around some ideas like that and um, just a friend finder as well. Mm -hmm. Just something that would be constantly running on your mobile phone. You'd be like, all of a sudden, get a notification. Hey, Joe's within 500 metres. Let's yeah. go meet at the Let's go have a coffee. Yeah, uh, let's go meet at the pub. So um, we had all these ideas. And then we ended up just using OneNote to sort of plan our architecture of what yeah. we were doing. Um, and friend, uh, sorry, Facebook and Twitter ended up on there as well as two of the technologies yeah. we wanted. Yeah. And ways to and integrate them into our game. So, so for those watching and listening, um, what was the final thing? Because a lot of people won't actually know what you actually came up with. Oh, of course. Um, we came up with a GPS tag game. So from the friend finder idea, that was um, something that I'd sort of come up with. I, You know, we work in the city. It's great to sort of meet up with all your mates for lunch and stuff like that. Or, um, But we just felt it wasn't really old school enough. Uh, we are very interested, I guess, in sort of Windows Mobile and GPS technology. We think it's got a lot of potential. And then Mike actually sort of uh, put a bit of a twist on the friend finder um, to come up with GPS tags. So, um, so yeah, the basic idea is is like the, the schoolyard game of tag, where little kids run around and touch yeah. each other and say, tag, you're it, and then run off. Um, and go and hide behind the teacher or whatever it is that they do. And uh, we really wanted to simulate that kind of experience, but on a much broader scale. So take it out of the schoolyard and into a metropolitan area, so into yeah. more of a, a city. So you would have a, a GPS-enabled device that would show you where all the other players were. Yeah. And you would walk up to them, and if you were tagged, you could tag them and then kind of wander off. Um, that was the basic an initial idea. We got a little bit more complicated around how people do tagging, um, and that was... That kind of happened out of, a, out of a need to get around some of the limitations of the GPS. Right. Because obviously you can't walk right up to somebody and figure out that you're right next to somebody unless you're using some kind of military GPS system. Yeah. <laughs> the stuff that's in the phone probably isn't going to cut it. But so we, we got a little bit more complicated around how the, the tagging system works. So now uh, 
you get presented with a list of potential tags that you can tag, and then only one of them is right, so you've got to actually select the person. You've got to sneak up on them and figure out who they are without letting them know who you are. Right. <laughs> it's really good for honing your stalker skills. <laughs> So it's stalker training. Yeah, pretty stalker much. Stalker in a box. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. It's great. So, so what, what technologies did you use to make this happen? Obviously GPS, but yep. what are the... So we kind of split the work 50-50. We went game server and everything else. And so I did the everything else, uh, which was the Windows Mobile client. So yep. um, it was the first time I've ever done Windows Mobile development. Uh, I, we also had, obviously, virtual work in there. Yep. And through several iterations of our, I guess, our architecture diagram in OneNote. Um, it's more like MS Paint scribble. It's, it's we sort of just kept moving who was responsible for virtual work. Like, I think it should be behind the game server. That's definitely a client responsibility. So um, it actually ended up on the client. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. So, um, Not no, that there's anything wrong with virtual work. <laughs> it was just very interesting. We obviously have almost no background in spatial sort of data, <laughs> geometry, <laughs> latitude and longitude. So cl absolutely classic night programmer approach to winning a competition, right? Yeah. You go, never used OneNote before. Let's use that for our architecture. <laughs> never used Windows, never developed for Windows Mobile before, but hey, let's do that. And virtual Earth, GPS, hey, never done those things before. But hey, let's use this opportunity to do it. Exactly. <laughs> I've used Live Maps before as a user. How hard could it be? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Turns out it was very interesting from a math perspective. Uh, right. Somebody's doing it in JavaScript. It must be easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were, we were there. So, um, so that was, about, I guess, my responsibility, everything that side of the line. And then we had, obviously, the game server, which is responsible for, I guess, seeing you know how far you are from another player, whether you can tag that player responsible for returning like, the number of targets. So when yeah. you're selecting someone... And Michael did all of that in WCF, so... So, yeah, it all, all sits behind a WS, WCF service in an ASP.NET website. Cool. Um, the plan was originally to delegate a lot of the spatial information and, and processing off to SQL Server 2008, which, of course, wasn't on the test machine for the <laughs> <laughs> that the judges were going to be using. So about halfway through, we dumped our SQL Server and started rewriting it right. <laughs> in our own little... Our own little geospatial database we've got going on in the background there, <laughs> which is all powered out of Link. So uh, nice. yeah, we got to we got to go crazy with the Link behind so the firewall as well. Have you used Link before? I have a little bit, <laughs> thankfully, and I was actually very pleasantly surprised that Link was supported on Windows Mobile. I couldn't believe it. I just I was not expecting it. I was you know expecting maybe you know string integer yeah. and yeah. you know maybe a complex type settle down, but um, it was actually. <laughs> Um, it was very well supported um, yeah, sure. to have. I was so you're programming against shocked. the Compact Framework 3.5. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, um, it's solid, isn't it? It is. It was very different to the experiences that I'd heard yeah. about, and I think it's come a long way, obviously, from yeah. a lot of the, the posts on the internet. I was having a lot of trouble, I guess, determining when people were posting about what version. It seems to be, yeah. um, I guess, very limited people posting their experiences with, I had this problem, but they're not mentioning what version, because yeah. I found a lot of those, a lot of those problems had gone away when we went from 
two to you know three to three point five. So yeah. um, sorry, from one to three point five. So yeah. it was very good. The other thing with the compact framework was we actually um, we started in Windows Mobile six deploying to Windows Mobile six devices and we ended up ramping it back. I can't even remember why we ramped it back, but we did. Again, the t the test machine. We were very worried about our project because we were using I guess a lot of. It's complicated to yeah. get the communication set up. It, it, we're using. I mean, our project has a few dependencies. You for a start off to test it, you're loading it inside an emulator, like yeah. just if you're testing from Visual Studio. So the emulator has to be able to access the host machine because that's where Mike's WCF server sits. Yeah. And this is a virtual machine. Yeah. <laughs> so you've got an emulator inside a virtual machine, and then because the mobile client, because we made the smart decision to move virtual Earth to the mobile client. <laughs> The moment the emulator now needs to also be able to see the internet. So um, we were very worried about a few of the dependencies. And uh, obviously, for Windows Mobile 6, the SDK doesn't come by default with yeah. Visual Studio 2008. So we actually went back a version after we developed it. This was on the night. This is about 2 o'clock on the morning of submission. I just went, what if, what if they don't install the SDK? What if they disqualify us, <laughs> you know, because they can't run the app? And I said, well, let's just, you know, change it to five, see what happens, see if anything breaks. So um, we were very lucky. It all just worked. Yeah, <laughs> it just worked. And I'm like, okay. So, so let's talk about the time. 200 hours, eight minutes. You said you, you got right down to the wire. You, when, when, when did you actually submit? 4.30 in the morning. Four, about 4.30, 4.34, 4.35, I think. Yeah, somewhere so, in there. Um, so how many hours did you sleep out of that 200 hours? I slept a lot more than him. Exactly. I was actually very lucky. I didn't have a lot of um, client commitments. Um, we're obviously we're consultants, so my workload is engaged by my clients, and um, I'd kind of just teed it all up. So I'd finished everything, and I was waiting for projects to kick off. So, uh, so yeah. Four days notice. Um, <laughs> I'd actually had. Um, I was able to spend about one and a half days of work time on the project as well. So oh. I actually got a little bit extra, and I know some people took some annual leave and yeah, stuff like yeah. that, some of the other competitors. So um, it was it's very interesting, um, I guess, that side of it. But I think we spent pretty much the entire time, I think we got about five hours sleep a night. So I average three. Yeah. But I have three kids, so it's nothing. <laughs> it's, it's easy. Kids are fun. <laughs> it wasn't spent on the project. <laughs> so did, you, did you have any time during during your process to actually keep an eye on the website and see the other submissions that were coming in? Very much so. Like a hawk. <laughs> every 10 seconds, I'm refreshing, and we're on Skype. I'm like, there's another calculator, guys. Um, I was worried, man. So I was, I was yeah, a very, very keen eye on the other competition. Did you get a bit concerned with that? little bit of a all fake uh, hacking stuff going on in that weekend? Not really. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> hacking is a very interesting definition. I put that on my blog. I'm like, hacking? I'm pretty sure yeah. it's not qualified as hacking when you type in the box, I hacked you and hit submit. Because I noticed there was, a, there was a news article on IT Wire about it, and um, someone put the same in his comments, in the comments box for the news article, I've hacked your website, but... Yeah, but well, one of the other comments, actually one of my favourite comments was, this is very much like breaking into a supermarket at 2 o'clock in the afternoon by walking through the front door. It was, it was very much like that. We weren't, we weren't concerned at all. Yeah, I, it was pretty funny from our perspective. So, so. so besides the many calculators that were out there, um, were there any particular projects you thought, oh, look, we have, we have no chance against that? Or? There were a couple we were very worried about. Um, I thought the Micro Machines one was very cool. Right. Um, I, I like the Missile Commander, the, yeah. the tanks driving right. around, okay. which is, they, they both they both um, placed in the end. So. Yeah. Uh, there, 
couple of others as well. One of the, um, the I like Pimp My Guide. Yeah, that was very, that was the, very the TV guide because it just looks so. I was nice. going to say the aesthetics of that were brilliant. Like just from a, I guess, yeah. a user interface or the buzzword user experience yeah. perspective, it looked very cool. Yeah. Um, it was, as looks like so dots on a live map. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, from the <laughs> hey hey, those are my dots. Yes, okay, but. Settle down, buddy. Labor of love, those guys. <laughs> oh, we debated about the color for a while. <laughs> so, so I think it's orange. So what, it is. So if you had, had more time, let's say it was four hundred hours, um, you know, would your brain be different? Yes. Yeah. We. I. I had a. <laughs> <laughs> I had a bit of crisis of faith uh, midway through the comp. I, I thought that maybe what we were doing was not old school enough. Wanted to go in a slightly different direction, yeah. uh, Mike. You know, kept the, the ship steady. It was good. So I wanted to go Pac-Man. Um, I was worried that there were going to be a lot of Pac-Man clones, though. But turns out there weren't any. What are you people doing? Where's the Pac-Man? Um, well, you probably could have gone Pac-Man on a live map, right? That's well, we, what we, I wanted yeah, to do. That's, that I wanted to have Pac-Man on the live map. But then for people who can't get out of the office and play games during the day, I wanted to have the ghost controlled in a silver light app. Right. And so you would only be able to move one dot every five seconds from a ghost perspective, but... Pac-Man could run his ass off through the city, so <laughs> just an interesting use of technology, I guess. And um, I think we're going to see more of these sort of meta games, games. Yeah. happening. Yeah, very much so. Oh, maybe next time. Yeah, definitely. Right. So, uh, looking forward to your prize. It sounds like. <laughs> yeah, Vegas. <laughs> I'm pretty pretty happy about that. Hang on, hang on a second. Are you more you're more looking forward to Vegas, or are you more looking forward to Nick's? Both. Yeah, can, it, can it be both? Uh, we're actually, well, we're web developers. We work in the Web Solutions Center, so yeah. Mix for us is a huge deal. Like, yeah. this is going to be great. Um, you before? No, no, uh, no. I have Neither of us have left the country. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we, we need to go get passports, like, today. Yeah, and I actually happen to turn 25 on the day we arrive in Vegas. So, um, I, you know, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Uh, awesome. All right, any, uh, anything else you want to say, you know? Or we can just sign off right now. Oh, congratulations to everybody that entered, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Well, congratulations to you guys, you know, obviously. Thank you. So uh, just to, to put yourself on the line like that and to jump in front of the rest of Australia and say, look what I can do, yeah. that's awesome. In 200 hours. In 200, in 200 hours. hours. Oh, that's yeah. right. That's right. So, you know, maybe next year we'll make it. Yeah, I mean, it's a crucial. Nine, nine minutes. Ah, well, an extra bit, eh? Woo! Hang on, can I mention Sidehoff as well, which is our second entry? Did you, did you know about our second entry? <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't made aware uh, of this second entry. Okay, there was actually a second entry. It was done in the last half an hour of the competition. <laughs> yeah. It's a sidebar we widget. We were both mostly asleep at the time, but I'm like, eh. It's a sidebar gadget that displays a picture of, of the hop. Of the hop. Right. Um, it doesn't do anything else. It just displays a picture of the hop. It doesn't even act, behave as a widget correctly. You can't dock it. Like, you'll put it in the dock, but it won't resize. It doesn't resize. It just, resize. just stays there. Yeah. You get the hop like this all so, the time. So we called that a feature, because <laughs> nothing can contain the hop, not even this decide that. Oh, I reckon Chuck Norris might. Uh, so, uh, so, yeah, we didn't win. We, we were kind of expecting the hop to blow away the competition. <laughs> But uh, and that was another collaborative effort. Yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, oh, I did the hot feature. I did the photoshopping. It was great. Jared's so. totally responsible for the user experience, <laughs> and I worked on the, the the ugly code behind. So, right. awesome. All right. Well, thanks, heaps, guys. Thank you. Thanks for joining me. Great. Thanks. So there you have it. The winners of DevStar 2008, Jared and Michael, O from Perth. Next time, I'm going to be talking to you about Imagine Cup. Some of the great uh, prizes you can win and some of the categories that you might not have been aware of before. Cheers till then. Bye.